Welcome to Live, Life-Inspired Views for Every Day. My name is Chris Meyer, and I'm a curious soul. There's an old African folktale that tells of a proud father, Tor, who vowed to teach his son, Muka, the wisdom he learned from his parents. One day he told Muka that he wanted him to grow to be wise and good. Muka laughed, Father, I'm already wise and good. Tor said, You can't be that yet. You're far too young. Muka replied, Oh, Father, don't you know that the young people get wiser faster these days? Tor understood that his son could not learn unless he wanted to learn. Not long after that, Muka fell in love with a beautiful young woman whose name was Yamani, the daughter of a wise village elder. He went to the elder to ask if he could marry Yamani, who replied, I want my daughter to be married to a wise and good man. To the marry his daughter, he told him, I want you to bring me a piece of the wind. Muka knew that he was being tested, but he didn't know how to answer. He told his father what had happened, and Tor laughed. <laughs> You've always boasted about how wise you are. If you really want Yamani to be your wife, you better go hunting to catch a piece of the wind. But though he tried, Muka could not catch a piece of the wind. He went back home to his father. I've been foolish not to realize how much I need your help. Will you help me? he asked. Tor smiled. Of course I will. Together they went to Yamani's father, who greeted them and offered food. But Muka's father asked only for a glass of water, which he studied for a long time. At last he said, Forgive me, my friend, but why have you given me water that has not been ground and sifted? <laughs> Where do you f grind and sift water? asked Yamani's father. Hmm. At the same place where you get a piece of the wind, replied Muka's father. Yamani's father smiled and said, mm, When I told your son to bring me a piece of the wind, I knew he could not do it. But now I see that he is a wise young man who has the wisdom to ask his father for help. A man who honors his father and mother will honor his wife. This wise old folktale reminds me of this question. Whose stories get remembered? Are they the stories like this folktale that are told over and over? Or stories from the people who have the loudest voice or from the most powerful people? Or are they stories that carry the most emotion? Whose stories get remembered? Which stories are important to you? What stories of your family have been passed on over the years? Are you passing them on as well? Are you helping pass on generational wisdom? Ask yourself, who in your family is the storyteller? If you ask my siblings, you probably find the same answer. Our grandma Mirwold and our dad were our family storytellers. They passed on the stories of our families and we've told them over and over just as they told them over and over to us. Now we tell our children and we see that they are doing that a bit. But it begs the question, is that happening enough today? Our parents and grandparents passing on those family stories. They may not or they may have a big lesson, but they are stories that show that we all belong to a family with a story to tell. The stories that get handed down don't always have a mass message or a lesson. They can be just because stories, but somehow we can put them to use as we carry them with us and they pop into our minds when we experience certain things or because of their familiarity we can use them to bring clarity to situations in our current experiences sometimes 
they bring needed feelings of belonging. There's a book on my shelf called Tell Me a Story Mama by Angela Johnson. The book is dedicated to the author's grandfather who loved to tell stories. In the beginning of the story, a mom is sitting on the bed of her little girl. The little girl says, tell me a story, mama, about when you were little. The mama asks, what kind of story, baby? The little girl replies, just any old story about the time you lived in a little white house across the field from that mean old lady. The mama says, the meanest old woman I've ever known, baby. The girl answers, she was so mean that you, she used to holler out her window at you and Aunt Jessie when you passed by in the morning. You weren't afraid of her, though. No, sir, I was not, said Mama. All through the book, the little girl brings up stories about her mama's life, and then she ends up telling the story herself, and the mama just gives affirmative answers. What I love about the book is that the little girl knew the stories. She's been an audience to her mama, who told them over and over. I was that audience to my grandma and my dad. And now I wonder, have I told enough of them to my children to pass on? Will my grandson know them? My husband has done a wonderful job of passing the stories of his growing up years to our children. I've passed on to them more of the generational stories of my family. Stories are like the wind. You can't see them, but you can feel them. Stories can be elusive, and if you don't pay attention, they can disappear like the wind disappears over the horizon of time. We must talk about them lest they dissipate into time and no one's memory has hold of them. Stories have so much to teach us. The more we hear and tell and remember them, the more wisdom seems to settle in our soul. Stories hold a wisdom that we can't always define, but makes us ready for life. This week on Your Bathroom Mirror, write, What's another story from my past? And then think about it all day, put it to words, and pass it on. Join me next Monday for Live, Life-Inspired Views for Every Day. I'm Chris Meyer, and I'm a curious soul.